the 2022 RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl returns to Palm Beach County tonight at 7.30 p.m. Welcome to the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. Zappy to the end zone, caught, touchdown. Good evening, I'm Theo Dorsey of ESPN 106.3, and I think they're still scoring touchdowns out at the roofclaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. Broadcasting live from FAU Stadium. You're listening to Boca Bowl Weekly. Toledo, Liberty, the 2022 roofclaim.com Boca Raton Bowl, and we are broadcasting live, leading you up to the 7 o'clock pregame, 7.30 kickoff here at FAU Stadium. We are in Boca Raton, and it's the Ken LaVica live crew with you on ESPN 106.3. We are right outside gate two at FAU Stadium. Me, Ken LaVica, Stone LeBanowitz, Friday Night Lights, Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29, and we are going to be with you up until 7 o'clock here on ESPN 106.3. Cyrus Whittig will roll through. Evan Cohen is going to stop by. He's going to forget Brian like that? Brian. Brian McLovin. Rowitz scheduled to appear. Yes, yes. He's important, so you have to do the schedule to appear with him. But here we are again. With the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl, you've got the MAC champions, Toledo. You've got Liberty, who is on its way into Conference USA next year. And Stone, Theo, I was looking at Stone when I rolled up here, and he he is, and Rockets fans are, are fired up, possibly drunk. Yes, um, possibly. But, uh, Let's possibly, go, Rockets! Possibly Woo! intoxicated from Toledo, Ohio, where it's, where it's 35 degrees right now. Yeah. It ain't 35 degrees right here in Boca. Welcome, sir, and you're welcome, sir, that you've been allowed in this county. It is 76 <laughs> degrees at kickoff here tonight. Toledo fans, Liberty fans out of Lynchburg, Virginia, if you're scoring at home, where it's 40 degrees on this Tuesday evening. We're not going to talk about the possible precipitation, but the weather is extremely comfortable. But uh. I was looking at Stone, Theo, and this guy is so inside college football, he can't contain himself. And I know he just wants to break down the Toledo defense oh, yeah. Yeah. against the Liberty offense. I'm not going to allow him to do it. I've got him on a short leash when it comes to breaking down in great detail <laughs> yeah. the Boca Raton Bowl, but this man is ready to go. Yeah, I'll just force myself in there. All right, let's talk about Daquan <laughs> Finn, the sophomore quarterback <laughs> of the Rockets. Uh, so I want to talk about number 33, Wilson Jr., <laughs> is that Wilson I'm seeing? Yeah, Wilson. Yes, yes. What Theo is doing is yes. I'm sure it's the parents of whoever Wilson Jr. is. <laughs> and, and Theo is now breaking down the merits of Wilson Jr. Yes. 33 probably makes him a running back, right? Yeah, or a defensive back. You know, yeah. he could be stealing the ball from the offense, but I'm with you there. I'll if we were worth back. a damn, we could probably yes. just look at the <laughs> yes. Toledo yes. roster yes. and find out who Wilson seconds. Jr. is. They are the MAC champions. They are the MAC champions, uh, newly crowned in Detroit after they beat Ohio. And so they are here. This is the second appearance for Toledo, by the way, in the roofclaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. So uh, we're talking college football. Mm. We're going to be hanging out with you uh, uh, as we lead into a 7.30 kickoff here at FAU Stadium. Come by. Come check us out right outside of gate two um, and uh, you can hang with us we've got our entire crew here you can check out some of the delicious st james tea uh, we're gonna actually we're going to st james what a what a delicious tea yeah. we are going to on air taste test that and make sure everybody knows uh knows the the intricacies of taste is it gonna when it be comes chilled? to st james tea. it's gonna be a nice cool i don't know I don't know. Don't know. It, it's green tea. It doesn't have to be Yeah, chilled. and you're contractually obligated to drink it, so it doesn't matter if it's chilled <laughs> or not. Matter. Okay, so you okay. you signed your your name on the dotted line when you signed a contract yeah. with Good Karma Brand. So sorry, Theo. Okay, I didn't. Uh, I didn't this is in the that. contract. I didn't recall that line. Um, so we'll 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 discuss plenty about the Boca Raton Bowl and the pageantry that is and the fan fest all around us. But um, I over the last couple of days have been trying to to fully figure out how I feel about Deion Sanders. And this is a guy who I think right now, I would argue, is the hottest name, the most significant name in the sport of college football. Is that accurate or no? I think it's 100% accurate. It's on point, especially now that he is at a Power 5 program, especially now that he is, again, he's played the Celebration Bowl. He's in the headlines 
for all kinds of reasons yeah. outside of just Anything with reason. Dion's name attached to it right now is getting clicked on. It's yeah. getting read. It's getting watched. Just got to say above. Colorado or Jackson State or Dion, and it's, yeah. Like, think about it. Deion Sanders has made Colorado maybe the – Colorado's going to clean up signing day yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, they are going to clean up ESPN on their main graphic, promoting their national signing day coverage, which is tomorrow. Deion Sanders and Colorado prominently displayed alongside Dabo and Nick Saban. Crazy. How about that? Your, your college football coaching triumvirate right now is Nick Saban, it's Dabo Swinney, and it's Deion Sanders. I think that says it off. The worldwide leader is doing that. Yeah, and you remember a few weeks ago I said that Colorado hasn't had a recruiting class ranked inside the top 35 ever, ever. <laughs> and they're going to do it right off the rip uh, two weeks before signing day. Deion's the man when it comes to that kind of stuff. And this is why I was saying back when we were discussing the Colorado job that Deion is bigger than Colorado, and I think it's proving out. Now, of course, he chose Colorado, so I was wrong. But it's proving itself yeah. out because he, now Colorado he is, is Colorado. Yeah, it's Deion Sanders land. And and he is – Colorado is – if this is actually going to work, Colorado is going to have to bow down to him at times. They're they're going to have to get down on the knee and, uh, and, and pledge their allegiance to Deion Sanders. This is a lot of Game of Thrones stuff coming up here because Colorado, everything they are now from a football program standpoint is – because of Dion. Yeah, I would pay a lot of money to see the fine print in that contract, right? The, the the film crew that he brings around, the extra stuff that he does that no other guy does, I, I would need to see it. Did you already see that uh, Deion Sanders Jr. is not allowed to control the Colorado sports account? The social media page. We'll account. see how long that, that lasts. Yeah, yeah, we'll see yeah. it because yeah. Deion Sanders Jr. is the one who controls Jackson State's social media accounts. Yeah. He's the one who controls um, – uh, well-off Productions, that's Deion Sanders' production company, his yeah. YouTube uh, constant life footage, that's Deion Sanders Jr. Uh, so, again, we'll see how long that entire thing lasts. But um, Deion's a hot commodity yeah. right now. Four and five stars want to play for him. He's flipping guys. He flipped a kid from Notre Dame a couple of weeks ago. They are going to clean up. Here Just locally, DJ Holmes, one of the biggest names out of Palm Beach County right now, got the Colorado offer uh, later. He's a Pahokee pass rusher. Yeah, Who, player and, of the year in Palm Beach Palm County. Palm Beach County player of the year, like second in and the nation. And didn't Palm Beach sets. County have a player that went to Jackson State last year? Um, yes, we have a kid in, man, David Studstill Jr. is still at Jackson State. Yeah, been that's there for what I was two years. Okay. Um, he still has another couple of years of eligibility there. So, so Deion Sanders has made Colorado cool. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, um, and, and kids want to play for him. There's no doubt about that. Something bothered me, though, about Deion after another celebration bowl loss to North Carolina A&T on Saturday. What a thrilling game that was, by the way. Awesome. Man. I mean, just an awesome game. Well, not North game. Carolina A&T. It, um, it was North Carolina Central. Central. Or, no, I'm sorry. North Carolina, North Carolina Central. Central. Yeah. Central. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, so, Deion Sanders, after they lost to North Carolina Central, an overtime game, uh, he gets to the podium and there's been pushback from those around Jackson State about Dion leaving, thinking that, hey, he's abandoning us, and he didn't finish the job he pledged to, uh, to, to do for all HBCUs, and so he's abandoning us. Yeah. Um, Dion wanted to set the record straight, wanted to set the record straight on that. And, and this is how Dion began his response to the insinuation that maybe he was turning his back on Jackson State and what he was doing going to Colorado was unfair and leaving unfinished business. Here's how Deion Sanders began that response. Everything I said I would do, I did. Everything I said I wanted to happen, I tried my darnest to make it happen. We've exceeded, I think, expectations in some realm. But when I don't fit into someone else's plan and purpose, now there's ridicule. But you forgot about my plan and God's purpose. Uh, that's where the dysfunction comes. And there is the magic G word again, God. Deion Sanders loves to drop God. Deion Sanders loves to discuss how he has correspondence with God. In fact, let's go back to let's go back to when he addressed his Jackson State team and told them that he was officially leaving. This is after uh, they they won two weeks ago. Uh, this was uh, Deion Sanders explaining 
why he was leaving Jackson State, why it was the right thing to do to officially take the Colorado job. This is Deion Sanders from two and a half weeks ago. And uh, I'm not tired of fighting whatsoever, but if I heard God's voice on coming, don't second guess of my hearing ability. I know God, and I know when he shifts, and I know when he moves, and I know how he gets down with me. I always question things when I was a player. How can you be so dominant and have to play for five football teams? That don't make sense to me. I ask God that often, but then I had to understand when he's taking you from faith to faith, from glory to glory, and allowing you to provoke change in different places, that's why he would allow me to play for five Durham football teams and four baseball teams, because it doesn't suppose to happen like that. But I understand the calling that he has on my life. I find someone who is consistently discussing how often he has communication with God and God's plan, and I know God, I know God. I find that to be unsettling and extremely self-involved. And I have no doubt that Deion Sanders is a good coach. And I'm sure that many look to him as a leader of men, as a father figure. That said, if I have a kid who could go play college football and Deion Sanders is one of the options for him to go play for, and this guy is constantly referencing that, hey, I'm so significant that, brother, me and God, we're tight like this, and he's talking to me, and I know him. I'd pause a little bit because that's a level of ego that I'm not quite sure is a good thing for my impressionable 18-year-old to go and play under Mm. when there are potentially other options. Look. I 100% feel you on that. And, again, you can't ever question somebody else's relationship with God as a devout Christian and whatnot, but sometimes – It seems disingenuous. I'll put it that way. It seems wildly disingenuous because also a relationship with God, I get the sense that, like – there are tons of other people like you that yeah. are devout Christians, yeah. and they're not sitting there overly bragging about their direct line. So you think it's God. somewhat, you think it's somewhat of a cop out, and I don't a, like a to bit. use that. Yeah, no, I think it is. I think no, to an yeah. extent there is. Okay. And again, I'm not questioning his faith, yeah. but I do think he hides behind that to make him. Hey, you know, I'm the dude. I'm that man. I'm significant. And I, I think that's disingenuous. On top of that, a lot of times people who. Uh, it's funny because you use it when it's convenient, right? Like you use God to cover a decision you're making so that people can't question it with you because when right. they question you, they're hey, questioning God. It's now. just God, man. So God, God told me this is what you're not understanding. God told yeah. me to go to Colorado. And that's the part of it that I dislike. I do like the fact that he is a, you know, a faith-driven man and he does feel like he has the, you know, the hotline of God, which you know, we all should as Christians that feel that way, feel like he got the hotline of God. But you can't always use God to cover up why you're going and taking ten times the pay. I mean, that's that's not a God-led decision. That's a that's a bank account. And I decision. love that point because if by the way, is that an eight hundred number? One eight hundred. Amen. God. Oh, like, you, that, well, how you, well, it's a, it's actually a, one of those ro- rotary phones, and you just gotta kind of yeah. spin it around a few times. Got it. Yeah. So it's still inefficient because yes. you've got to work. You've got to put the suffering in it for ain't God. Easy. It right, ain't right, easy. No, no, no it ain't easy. I understand. Come you on, can't now. just DM him. Flat into his yeah, DMs. If it was easy, everybody would do it. Yeah. That's a fact. You know? I, I love what Theo just did there because on if you were to write down on a list of paper or Deion Sanders was of cop outs, right, or of answers to go to of why something went wrong, whether it was for your kid, whether it was for somebody in the program. Yeah, you can cross one off if it doesn't work. You can cross two off, and yeah, you can always fall back to the religion card to the god card mm-hmm. as a way to kind of get out of it's that shield it's yeah. a shield it's a shield and for that reason i can get behind it but like theo said i mean it's tough to question somebody's belief in god or their you know religion in general but i do think it is a shield i love i love that i think that's a great point by theo now it's not just that though yeah and i want to because this got a significant amount of attention i i want to hear again Deion sanders addressing the colorado players for the first time. The infamous, hey, you might want to get in the transfer portal. I got my luggage and it's Louie. And I'm coming. And I'm coming. This, I'm this coming. is this is Deion Sanders. Again, just to refresh everybody's memory, his his opening statements to the Colorado football team when he met them for the first time upon taking the job in Boulder. We got a few positions already taken care of because I'm bringing my luggage with me. And it's Louie. Okay. It ain't going to be no more 
of the best that these wonderful fans, the student body, and some of your parents have put up with for probably two decades now. I'm coming. And when I get here, I'm coming. It's going to be changed. So I want y'all to get ready. <laughs> He's going to make him do his chant do while telling him to hit the portal. Listen. Smart. Say that. Smart. Smart. Tough. Tough. Fast. Fast. Discipline. Discipline. Good character. Smart. Smart. Tough. Tough. Fast. Fast. Discipline. Discipline. Good character. That's the one we're going to get. Is that true? I mean, think about that. The audacity to walk in there, tell those dudes, hey, you might want to think about hitting the portal. Yeah. And then still makes them do his, I suppose, <laughs> his, his five football core values, the yeah. chant. Not once, but twice. Yeah. Not once, but twice after telling them, hey, you guys, a lot of you guys not in my plans. Ooh. I got luggage coming, and it's Louie. I mean, the audacity That's of that, tough. man. Somebody needs to go watch that video and circle the guys who are doing the chant who are no longer <laughs> on oh the Colorado God. roster. Uh-huh. Because at that point, what the hell are you doing? Oh, my God. That's, it, <laughs> to tell the person that you're about to replace, to chant about, <laughs> and then he said at the end, that's, that's what I'm going to be bringing through. Smart, tough, fast. <laughs> you that guys aren't smart, yeah. tough, fast. I'm bringing in guys who are smart, <laughs> tough, and fast. Thank you for doing that now. chat. And by the way, we need a better camera angle, so let's do that again, yeah. okay? And, that, and that's the thing, too. This is a guy. Forget the God stuff for a moment, Yeah. okay? Which I think we've, we've determined – is a bit of a shield when things get uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. That's his defense mechanism. Yeah. Okay? And him addressing him addressing the question after the celebration bowl in that manner where he went on the, a four-minute soliloquy, that was a defensive action yeah. on his part. He is sensitive. Yeah. Dion is sensitive when he gets questioned. Okay? He cares how he's perceived. He wants to be a preaching leader of men who has faith. Like, that's how he wants to be perceived, a winner. Okay, but the fact that everything, he's so self-involved that everything is on tape, everything is filmed, everything is put on social media for the world to see, his tight end, in that one of his tight ends in that celebration bowl dropped a pass in the end zone that would have won that game. It would have actually tied the it game. It would have tied the game but put it overtime. Right, but it, it, it ended that drop ended, ended the game. Yeah. Yes. That drop ended the game. It would have extended the game and it, that was it for Jackson State. That was the loss to North Carolina Central. That tight end dropping the foot. And magically in the most Deion Sanders thing imaginable, guess what pops up on social media and on his YouTube channel? Just 10 hours after, him with his wise messages, consoling that tight end. Hey, brother, you'll get past this. You overcome adversity. It's not you. It's us. You know that. You know that. Making sure the behind the scenes, Dion's front and center. Yeah. Dion's, if, I, if I was that player or if I was that player's parents, I'd be like, wait a minute. This is the lowest moment of my kid's life. It is. Dion's using that for clout. Get out of here with that, man. That is so self-involved yeah. and egotistical for a guy who's who's picking up and leaving and going to Boulder. That rubbed me the wrong way. That was the last straw for me, and that's where I said to myself, you know what? I'm not sure I'd want my kid playing for Deion Sanders because I don't, I don't, I don't need him being an extra in the Deion movie. <laughs> I didn't sign up for that. Coach my kid and get him off your YouTube channel. Yeah, I would not. I would not. And, again, I want him to succeed because I like Dion and I like the fact that he makes college football super interesting. But I don't like that stuff. I don't like the Dion show because he's, he is jumping off the backs of these players to produce the Dion show. And that's wrong. Yeah. I think, too, we have to remember, again, every time we have this discussion about moves that he makes, we have to remember who he is and who he's shown us to be since he entered the public landscape. Like, must be the money. He was singing that at 18, 19 yep. years old at Florida State when he was ripping it up. Like the prime. So how are you surprised? Persona. Yeah, like I'm not surprised by any of it. No, but, but it doesn't make it. It doesn't make it a tenable good it's situation. Not nice. It's not good. It's it's it is everything is always going to come back to Dion. It's always going to center around Dion. That's how Dion's whole life has been. That's how his kids are even. You know, it seems like he has them in line with that vision as well, where they're all just promoting the prime brand. So. You have to have that expectation when you do send your kid off to play for Prime. Now, I'll say this, though. 
as far as trying to defend him? Because I, I would in this instance, because in a day and age, and I'm a Gen Z kid, right? I'm only 24 years old. Our parents continuously tell me and, and kids my age that everything is out there nowadays. Everything is filmed. Everything is reported on. They're always listening. So I respect Dion getting out in front of it in that aspect. Like, if you want a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff, I'll give it to you. Right here, easy access. For that so, one, though, cut the cameras for and, that and one. And it comes, but it comes you know? off as wildly fake when everything in Dion's life is edited to show him uh, trying to convey a life message. Yeah. There's they could have cut the cameras no, for that one. Like, there's no yeah. way that that guy, every second of his being in a football building, is this wise sage of how to live your life and become a man. And that's how he's trying, though, to perpetuate it. And he's taking advantage of these kids at Jackson State first and then at Colorado for that purpose. And great. They play good football at Jackson State, but this type of stuff, this, especially getting up there at the press conference at Colorado, hey, meet your new quarterback, meet your new quarterback. Oh, he's going to have to but meet your new quarterback. Yeah. It is so self-involved, and I don't know if what he was able to do where he was Jackson State, if that's going to fly. He might fly Colorado, but is it going to win him anything in the Pac-12? Is it going to win him anything in hey, the P5? We're going to find out yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, I would say don't, don't, don't make a statement. We're going to find out tomorrow because that's the question is, can he attract the talent? And I still think he can, and that's what matters most in college football. But then you've got to coach it and cultivate it. Because in a world of transfer portal, if yeah. these kids, if, if they're, they're sold on the Dion experience, right, there was never any adversity in that locker room at Jackson State. They brought in four and five stars. They brought in Travis Hunter. They won, won, mm. won, won, won. Mm. Dion, the adversity came behind the scenes when he's battling with administration, as he should be, yeah. as he should be. To, to get better facilities and to, to to make sure that everybody's taken care of and he's got the proper safety staff and the training staff and all that. But but what happens when they lose three straight at Colorado? What happens when this 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 five star or this four star comes into Boulder and there's better competition against him and he's not playing right away? They're fleeing the portal. All yeah. of a sudden Dion Dion comes off as someone who liked Lane Kiffin last night when he got NIL'd out of a four-star quarterback. Uh, Jimbo Fisher poached him. And Lane <laughs> is retweeting this kid talking about where are my NIL opportunities from a couple of weeks ago. Like, that's petty stuff. That's not a good look from Lane Kiffin. It strikes me that's how Deion Sanders would approach it. That's not good Deion. That's petty Deion. I could see it going that way. So everything you just said, though, can be said for any other football team or any other program. And this is what we chatted about earlier. Like, now because Deion's there, we're going to put it in the center of the spotlight. But the stuff you mentioned as far as a four-star getting there and being better competition, that that's everywhere. not only at Colorado. Yeah. That's at Liberty. That's at Toledo. That's at all of these schools elsewhere. But because he's there, there will be a few extra cameras and a few extra people listening. Okay. And how will he address it publicly is the question. That I think is that's the what question. You're and you yeah. already know it's the scrutiny is going to be ten times what yeah. it was in Jackson, Mississippi. It just is. Yeah. 100%. And I've also wanted to say, careful what you wish for as far as now you got to coach these kids. We're talking about a guy who led this Jackson State team to, at one point, being unbeatable, right? 12-0 this year. They did lose in the Celebration then Bowl. Then they ran into twice, that Miak, baby. Twice. They, hey, I'm telling you all, like, people think it's sweet. Two Celebration people Bowl losses. The Miak runs the Celebration yeah, Bowl. Stop it. Hampton University alumnus myself. So I'm going to ask I'm you biased. about that. Like, I feel like you feel good about that. Hampton used to be in the Miak. We have moved on um, out of the Miak, but I still got that Miak blood in me because we were always in the Miak when I was in school. And the Miak runs the swag. So I'm not surprised at all that they got their asses kicked in the MEAC or the yeah. Celebration the Tigers, Bowl last year. The Tigers, were, they lost an OT. <laughs> the Tigers were 14-point favorites. I like know, This yeah. was set on a silver platter for them to go lose this game, right? You got everybody leaving. Kids are fleeing to the portal. This was a setup from the jump. And you know what? He could never get over that MEAC hump. <laughs> he did all of that for HBCUs, <laughs> but then the MEAC came in and spanked that tail so, one last time on the way out, baby. Like, I, I want to be clear. Shout make, out them Eagles. Make no mistake. Shout out Miak. I don't I don't <laughs> I don't dislike Dan. I want him to succeed because I like the Dion show. Oh yeah. But I'm a 38-year-old man with a 6-year-old and a 4-year-old daughter. Yeah. Okay? When I see Dion Sanders using I talk with God. I had that direct line to God. Using God as a defense mechanism as his shield when the questions get tough. Okay? And when I see everything Dion does, all of his life lessons being put out there on his YouTube channel, and I see a kid in what could be the worst moment of his life, and certainly his football player life, and he's being used as a prop in the Dion uh, life lesson episode <laughs> after the Celebration Bowl, 
<laughs> that rubs me the wrong way. Yeah. That rubs me the wrong way, and I wouldn't feel comfortable sending my kid into that Dion chaos. Yeah. Would you want your kid playing for Deion Sanders, who I, I do think in the right situation is a leader of men. He is an example. God, did he do an amazing job at Jackson State. And he did. I don't care what the HBCU people want to say who are detractors of Deion. He lifted that whole thing up. He did. It wasn't just Jackson State. He lifted that whole thing yeah. up. But, but this is a man who loves him. He always has, always will. And he's not as infallible as he tries to make himself out to be. I wouldn't want my kid part of this Dion show. I just wouldn't. Would you want your kid playing for Dion? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweet at us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Let's go to the phones. Let's start with Joe and Jupiter. What's up, Joe? First of all, great to talk to y'all at 425 Eastern on a on a, on a right. Tuesday. How are y'all doing wow. today? Absolutely. I'm great, Joe. Love it. I know you are. I know y'all are fantastic, as usual. You, you want the God talk first or the uh, go, interaction you, you, I had with... Let, let's start with, the, let's start with the, the, the God thoughts. <laughs> Real quick, okay, as, as long as I have time. Okay, so I have a brother-in-law that's been happily married to my sister for like 25 years. He's a preacher. And him and I, you know, I'm not of the same, you know, I'm not going to get into all religious, but I, I do believe, of course. And I think when Dion is saying he's talking, he doesn't mean he's literally talking. I, now, I haven't heard a lot of his comments, but a lot of, sometimes when my brother-in-law will talk to, some, talk to me about some things, it kind of rubs me the wrong way, like you can ease off of just a little bit. But he knows me by now. They've been married 25 years. So... I don't think that would be a reason I would not want my kids to go there because, and I'll tell you why in a minute as far as what I kind of know about DNA, Dion, although I've never met him. but um, And I and full disclosure, I have not met Dion either, okay? This is simply my opinion on him no, based know. off of what I see, off of what he cultivates his image as. Yeah, he has a beautiful relationship. He's very religious with, you know, with, with God, and, um, you know, that's, that's what they, that's just how they, I mean, he, I believe when he says he has, I mean, he's, he's been blessed with a lot of different things and everybody can be blessed if you believe, or if you believe in whatever else you want to believe sure. in. I'm not going to sure. go all that, but anyways, um, I should yeah. I probably shouldn't have went there. What, I'm sorry. What else, but, Joe? Good. What else, yeah. Joe? What else, Joe? <laughs> would you let your son play for Deion Sanders? Yeah. I, I would. He's, well, he's. Uh, yes, he's 13, but uh, I would. But I, I remember, I, I'm from I'm from uh, North Texas, and I'm from Denton, and I used to live in a small town called Pilot Point, which was uh, about 10 miles, 10 minutes from Prosper, Texas, back in 2013 to 2017 ish, when Dion had his mansion there. Yes, absolutely. When uh, Dion had his mansion there, I never met him, but I would pass his mansion every day, and I met a lot of people that had relationships with him and never said anything bad about him. That's when he was going through his divorce with, I can't remember her name. That's when he actually it's still him. lived there. And uh, uh, I'm just, uh, all I know is, I'm not saying he's a Cowboy fan because yeah, I know he was a Cowboy, but every yep. single person, I met multiple that were way older than me that said anytime they ever ran across him in Prosper, Texas, he was as genuine as they come. That's all I got. Just Appreciate you. Love Thank it. you, Joe. Love Appreciate it. it. Yes, Appreciate sir. it, and, and um, next time we, uh, we'll we get a, a full geographic grid breakdown of Prosper, <laughs> just, Texas. I just need to know where Deep Elm is. What high in schools and middle schools are in Prosper, Texas? What are they rated in the Texas Seven, Board of Education? Seven street lights in the town. Uh, you, third light down, you take a left, you get right there to Joe's old man, house. Man, oh, man. Would you want – and I love you, Joe. Yeah, that's my dog. Man. What, would you want your kid playing for Dion? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Let's go to West. Palm, that's where we find Dennis. What's up, Dennis? Good afternoon, gentlemen. I just wanted to say, that, uh, Mr. Levick, I really don't like the way you're blasting Deion Sanders because he did a lot of things out of his own pocket. Yes. Sure. I have two great nephews. The oldest brother went and played for Georgia, and he told his two uh, younger brothers, don't play at Georgia. Of course, my nephew's playing for the Titans now. But he said, hey, I don't want you going to, to uh, Georgia. It wasn't a good experience for me. And I'm just saying that 
you're jumping on Dion because of certain things because of the Dion show. Well, what about the what about the Saban show? Let's, let, why don't we equate this to the Saban show? Yeah. Because Saban has cut up, acted up, gone crazy, done a lot of things, done sure. a whole bunch of stuff, and, sure. and the media doesn't jump on him right away. They don't. No, Bill no, Belichick right. hey, no, does you're... stuff. Uh, well, no, no, all, all coaches do yeah. stuff, but it, it's sort of yeah. like you're 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 picking the the best of the worst in the spot. And again, I'm not trying to, uh, Dennis. I'm not trying to attack Dion personally. Okay, like Dion, like I just, like I said right before you came on, what he did for Jackson State and all HBCUs. I'm tired of the detractors saying that oh, he's abandoned. No, no, he's not abandoning anything. And Jackson State was lucky to have him, and lucky that he. I mean, he. If you look at his introductory press conference, he did everything he said he was going to do. All of this HBCU lifting up proclamations came later. Yeah, but man, that dude bowl. sold out their stadium multiple times, yeah. and he like that seemed impossible. That said, but. And he fought with the administration there at Jackson State. He fought them, fought them, said, hey, let's do this, let's do that. He even reached out to people like Jay-Z, LeBron James, all those guys, saying, hey, look, if you guys want to help out our program and and ensure that I'm going to stay, then then put some money in. They didn't have a thing. Not one thing. uh, uh, You're 100% right. But what I will say is when it comes to – him coaching my kid, and again, this is a hypothetical kid, unless my six-year-old develops great hands in a four-three-forty. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, it's um, the, they the, got your genetics. So, yeah, yeah, so I'm sure happening. it'll be just fine. I'm an athletic Adonis, <laughs> um, but but when it comes to Dion, I wouldn't want to send my kid after after I saw him giving this life lesson to this poor tight end who dropped that pass in the end zone and the game's lost. I don't want my kid being used as a jump-off pawn in that spot. It rubbed me the wrong way, and I don't like. And Dennis appreciates the call. I don't like when people get defensive. Like Dion, Dion gets defensive, yeah. and he starts throwing God into he's, the equation. He's protective of his brand, and he doesn't want to be at fault for anything, including losing that celebration bowl again. Stop it! Shout out to Miak, Miak, Eagle Pride, <laughs> Eagle Pride, baby. <laughs> Would you want your kid playing for Dion? We'll continue to take your calls. Would you want your kid playing for Dion? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. We are at the roofclaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. Theodore CWPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. Stone Labanowitz, Radio Life Partner, Friday Night Lights. We're outside of Gate 2. Come check us out. 7.30 kickoff, Toledo and Liberty. It's the roofclaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. It's the preview show on ESPN 1063. The 2022 RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl returns to Palm Beach County tonight at 7.30 p.m. Welcome to the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. Zappy to the end zone, caught, touchdown. Good evening, I'm Theo Dorsey of ESPN 106.3, and I think they're still scoring touchdowns out at the TheRoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. Broadcasting live from FAU Stadium. You're listening to Boca Bowl Weekly. Toledo and Liberty, they kick off just under three hours from now. Howard Stillenberger Field at FAU Stadium. You know, my stopping ground. Come is the voice of Florida Atlantic football. This is just my scene. It's at home. It's a home game for you. It's a home game. But we are just outside of gate two. Come check us out and uh, hope to see you out here at FAU Stadium for the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. Theodore, CWPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29, Stone Labanowitz, Friday Night Lights, and myself, Ken Levick. You can hear us every day at noon on ESPN 106.3. Evan Cohen with us here from just outside of Gate 2, a, uh, a Palm Beach County Treasure Coast radio legend. We were having discussions yes. about uh, legend. Does it mean you're wow. old? Yes. Can you be a living legend? Oh, shut up. How would you classify yourself, Evan? Are you a living well, legend? Hold on. I have a couple of questions first uh-huh. before we get there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Can you... Uh, you're the voice of FAU. Huh? If the games are not on the radio anymore, are you still the voice of FAU? <laughs> I mean, they haven't been on the radio in what three or four years? They're, no, they're on the FAU football radio network. Oh my! Oh, uh, yeah. Where's that? Hold on. Let me. Yeah. It's under the table here. It's, I haven't it's seen it. Worldwide no. on an app on your phone. Got it. Okay. Uh, I listen to him. He's international. Weekly. He's international. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Good job, Stone. Cool. <laughs> Way to promote. Oh, totally. Uh, am I a legend? Yeah. No, absolutely not. All right. Old, yes. So that makes <laughs> him a legend. Theo literally said when I came up here. Do you want to sit? And I said, no, I'm fine. He goes, well, we all have younger legs. 
said I can stand. The my disrespect. God. No, no, no. I'm just being polite. I'm from the South. I'm from Houston. And my pops always told me when you are with the uh, <laughs> elders, uh, your elders. The, uh, uh -huh. a senior citizen, uh -huh. you offer your uh -huh. seat. Uh -huh. Senior citizen or woman, uh -huh. you know, or kid. Uh, I'm polite. more woman than senior citizen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yesterday, by the way. So, uh, Built like it, I tell you that much. We have the RoofClim.com Boca Raton Bowl luncheon uh, every year, the day before the game. And so Evan is generally the MC. Is there actually a year you haven't MC'd it? I feel like you've done it every year. I believe I have. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't think I haven't. I don't know. And so Evan is is a really good dresser, at least in my opinion. But yep. this is my opinion as someone who dresses terribly. This is good. I'm glad uh, you're bringing this yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So coming from the man who I believe is wearing a women's collared shirt. We'll, we'll talk about that in a second. We'll talk about we'll talk about that in a second because I'm actually having second thoughts about this. I'll explain. <laughs> but but his shoes, Evan's shoes yesterday, were they Italian? They looked Italian. No, but they were. So can so okay. Look, can I pick it up from here? Yeah, sure. So Ken says, "Wow, I like your shoes." And instead of saying thank you, I say, oh, no. Because <laughs> oh, when somebody man. who's not that stylish tells you they like your clothes, Red flag. it probably means you're in the wrong, you're in the wrong style see. game for the day. Well, they were good. They, right? they didn't if have Theo were to like say nice shoes, I'd be like, okay, I got it. So say? last night, by the way, when I went, I had another event, so uh -huh. I threw those other ones out, and I wore my Gucci's last Ooh. night just to make sure. <laughs> you threw them out. What just tossed them. What so I got my Gucci <laughs> kicks last night. Uh, Evan Cohen with us here. This is the RoofClim.com Boca Raton Bowl preview show. So this game and this event has just grown and grown and grown and grown, and you've been. And you haven't. I have not grown <laughs> at all. I have not grown at all. You were setting all. yourself up for that one, but, but, like, in all honesty, though, this game, in all seriousness, this game and ESPN West Palm's involvement in it, we came into this uh, and had no idea what we were doing nearly a decade ago at this point, and now we've got Toledo coming back for another appearance. You've got Liberty, who's making a big move to Conference USA, and... You've got this entire fan fest here. Expected to be a big crowd here tonight. ESPN standalone. Like one, when we started this game, I had no idea how long it was actually going to last that we were involved in this. And here we are, nearly a decade, Evan. I mean, I know that my appreciation for it and what it's become is massive. How do you take all this? Well, in? I think back to when Toledo was here the first time, and it was a rainy game. <laughs> and Matt I have Rule a picture of Temple. one uh, Ken Lavica on the field. Oh, look at that. As, How young as do the on-field MC yeah. in the rain. Um, so, yeah, it was a long time ago. Our, our get-up is a little bit better now. But it's amazing what our team has done. Stephanie Prince is the market manager who I heard had a great time at the concert area <laughs> oh, earlier yeah. today. Yeah. So uh, Stephanie, I think, was enjoying herself <laughs> with all the musical uh, festivities no, the today. The speakers so, are really strong over yep. there. Yep, so um, it's amazing. And it's really Stephanie and Lindsay Lowry on our team. They've done a tremendous job, and obviously Stone has not had nothing to do with it. And the growth over the <laughs> course plug. of time yeah. is amazing. And I think that when you look at businesses <laughs> in the Palm Beach County community, what our company is is – top of the class i mean it's really best in class and ken you've been here what 15 years yeah. 18 years whatever it is i don't remember we started with nothing this concept of having a bowl game and it's all our responsibility is not something that we ever could have imagined there are so many great teammates here i'm sure this has happened to you i know it's happened to ken because ken doesn't pay attention to anything true people saying hello on our team that i don't even know who they are <laughs> like, who, and it's just like wow okay and and teammates from other markets coming in it's just a wonderful thing, and it's it's kudos to all of the great fans in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. You know, we started this station in 2003, mm -hmm. and there's no specific fan base of everybody here is a fan of whatever team. Everybody here is a fan of sporting events. Right. And this has become a great sport event, very much like the Honda Classic. And kudos to Stephanie and everybody on this team for doing a remarkable job in building this whole game up every year to where it is today and next year, year 10. Yeah, and I think that's exceptionally well said. So again, 7.30 kickoff on ESPN. If you still need tickets, RoofClaimBokerAtoneBowl.com RoofClaimBokerAtoneBowl.com uh, Here with Evan Cohen, I'm Ken Levickis, Stone Labanowitz, Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I want to loop you in on what we started this show discussing, and that's Deion Sanders. I don't like the Deion Sanders show. I do as a fan. Okay, I, I like Deion Sanders as a fan because he's exciting for well, college football. you do football. like the Deion people, Sanders People show. talk about it, but this is where I don't like Deion Sanders. Okay. In the hypothetical where I 
had my son considering where to go play college football, and he's a four-star, five-star, Colorado's in the mix. I don't like a coach who gets defensive and starts referencing his communication with God all the time, which he's done multiple times in the last three weeks. I don't like when you have a football player who's in the worst moment of his playing life, who's sitting in his locker weeping, and it's going to be good for YouTube and the social. So Dion comes up, and Dion Sanders Jr. flips off the camera, and it's time to record Dion presenting a life lesson. That turns me off about yeah. Dion. Good day to do this with Liberty playing here. Today, uh, Ken. <laughs> would would you yeah. would, would, would you is right? Uh, Hanukkah. Yes, thank you. <laughs> oh, I love it. Love it. Uh, I I I don't love the thought of my kid playing for Dion because I don't want my kid to get into a situation where he's part of the Dion show and is made an example of with Dion piggybacking off of said kid. Keep it. To Didn't football. you support Lane Kiffin for three years? Lane Kiffin is not nearly as self-indulgent as Deion Sanders he, it was is. a show, was it not? He was a show, but he's also not putting just... out social media content, video content, behind-the-scenes content. He retweets and does some silly tweets. That's way different than well, Deion Okay, Sanders. so here's how I answer that question. I answer it differently. You're basically asking, would you want your kid to play for Dion? If my kid was Stone, okay, who was good enough to play college football, but not good enough to play in the NFL, and needed to have a career after college football, is Dion the person that I want him to play for? Probably not. Because I don't think Dion's in it for the long haul, right? I would bet, as much as we've all hated on Saban at times, I bet you Saban stays involved with these kids. I, this guy's not a good example for a lot of things. Mm. Bobby Knight was notorious for caring about his kids forever. He might have been David a piece of Shaw crap. at Saban. Stanford. David Shaw at Stanford is the kind of guy, and he's not there now, he just walked away. David Shaw, I guarantee you, random special teams players from a decade ago he's probably on top of i'll push back on saving i know some guys personally in one particular that has a terrible relationship with okay saving so then i take that back great. with saving but conceptually yeah. but he's a great coach and he yeah, gets no good question. people to the nfl but i'm saying that the, i think it's it it almost doesn't matter if you're coach if you're bryce young's father alabama quarterback it really doesn't matter where he's end, end up he's going to play in the pros yeah. but if you're stone's family who goes and plays at Southern Illinois, right? Unbelievable opportunity. Most of us would kill for that. I'm thinking that's great he's going there. Is that four-year, five-year program going to get him ready for what he's really going to do in life? And I don't know that Dion's that guy to do that. And the thing is, when is God going to tell Dion again it's time to move from Colorado? <laughs> yeah, okay, relax. Well, God did. Yeah. <laughs> Please forgive me. What Hove did. It's, it's <laughs> Please forgive me for what the stove Oh my it's God. really interesting Evan brings that up because that's the story that I had on it. My answer being if my kid would play there. So I was on a roster with a quarterback at Southern Illinois uh -huh. who, when he was going into his grad year, wasn't going to play for the Salukis and transferred to Jackson State. Knowing Shador was there, you said the career after football, Dion got him an internship at NFL Network, who had, he had Ooh, been doing sure, work with. Sure. And, and that's kind of, and then he's fully employed now a year after out of school. So he went there, didn't have a communications degree or anything, and that works for NFL Network, so it's interesting. They can take Willie McGinnis' spot. Yeah. <laughs> Easy. Oh, Easy. So it's interesting you allegedly. brought that up because he uh, went to I Jackson. Mean, I saw it, but allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> it allegedly happened on video. Yeah. So it's interesting you bring that up because he went to Jackson State, didn't play a single snap, but now works for NFL Network, and that's all kudos to Dion. so he does a lot of that stuff. I also would never want to be Dion's AD. Oh my oh, God! No way he's yeah. listening to anything I'm saying. Yeah. Ugh. That's well, and, and that's part of the. And, and so and he doesn't need to listen to anything I'm saying. No. But he needs to be. We need to have a communication in some way, shape, yeah. or form. And maybe the AD's like, you know what? The communication is, I'm not going to communicate with him, and that's by design. Okay, fine. I, I'm not good like that. But I just Dion's an interesting case because you don't see other versions of Dion yet. No, there's no, there's no comparison to him right now. Eddie George is coaching somewhere, but Eddie yeah. George is Tennessee not Tennessee State. Yeah, he's not flashy like Dion. Right. Um, he's also acting for a while. He was in the. Uh, uh, they did a TV show of Shooter, the Mark Wahlberg movie. That I promise you, it's on right now. Wherever you are, wherever <laughs> if you turn on your TV, it's on. It's the new Law and Order. Oh, yeah. it's one of the great Shooter. Enemy of the State. These are all my Saturday <laughs> afternoon TNT movies. Oh my Tremendous. Uh -huh. Tremendous. Uh, but but the thing with the thing with with Dion is things that are are mundane, like him walking in, meeting with his new team, and saying, "Hey, 
there's a good chance a lot of you guys aren't going to be here. That happens everywhere. Tom Herman, I'm sure, had a similar conversation uh, here, here he at goes. Florida He's Atlantic when, when he Herman took over. Ed like, Ogeron told the boys to get lost. Yeah. And, and like th The thing is, those things happen all through. It's not right, but it happens all throughout college football when a new regime comes in. But because Dion is putting all of his life on social media, they get blown up to the point where the Athletic wrote a full 1,500-word piece on all of the commitments who were, were not honored, that were heading to Colorado and then spurned by the new regime under Deion Sanders that was really sort of a hit piece on Deion. That doesn't happen with anybody Can else. I put you, all three of you, on the spot, though? Let's say Jackson State didn't make that the promotion from within that they made or whoever they hired as their head coach, right? Mm. And I said to you, you're the AD at Jackson State. You've got to replace Deion mm -hmm. with the next version of Deion. Who are you hiring? The next version of Dion. There is no next version of Dion. Well, but it doesn't have to be specific to Jackson State. It's okay. who's the person in football oh boy. that has enough of an individual brand that they can rally the troops who's and no build longer a program. Playing. Who's no longer playing, who's in a coaching situation in his life. Well, it doesn't have to be in a coaching situation. Was Dion in a coaching situation? He was. He was coaching, coaching like a high school, school team. Or yeah, high school, for, yeah. His, for his son. Okay, whatever. Oh, man. Right. Who's got enough cachet to do that? I don't know. Like to be able to Michael Strahan? <laughs> Jeff Saturday. <laughs> I wouldn't – no, Jeff Saturday would actually be terrible, I think, for that. For If you're hiring to, to duplicate You need Dion. a personality. No, I don't even mean Jackson. I understand oh, what you're saying. Okay, you yeah, need, I was about to say. Yeah, yeah. you need someone who wants, who wants Jeff a camera. Saturday yeah. Yeah. Evan Cohen at Grambling. Probably not going to work. <laughs> Leader of Theo Super. Dorsey at Yeshiva. <laughs> I, I, Dion's personality truly is, I think, in football. Uh, in that's, he's, he's a one of one from that perspective. But Michael Irvin. Michael Irvin. Randy, Randy Moss. Randy Moss. Randy Moss. Randy Moss. Yeah. Terrell Owens. Okay, so tell me why we're not seeing this happen. Because they don't have a son that's a quarterback that they're trying to. So like, then you're actually about saying, Dion. Why but, did Dion get in the coaching in the first place? But then Dion, we've, seen, God told we've seen this concept forever. <laughs> yeah. 1988, Kansas wins a national championship in basketball. Larry Brown was the head coach. Their mm -hmm. best player was Danny Manning. Mm -hmm. Danny Manning's father was an assistant coach on the team. John Calipari's first ever recruit at Memphis was a guy by the name of Dewan Wagner. His father, Milt, played in the NBA. Milt was an assistant. Dewan Wagner's kid is now going to play for Calipari, if I'm not mistaken. He's got the grandkid, in essence. Yeah. So we've seen Mario Chalmers, Brian McLovin Rowitz, of our team's favorite player of all time. That's Alaska not a joke. Mario Chalmers' wow. father was an assistant coach on the Kansas team that won a championship over Derrick Rose and Calipari in Memphis. We've seen that con concept forever yeah. of go get the dad so you get the kid. Yeah. But are you really thinking that – Dion doesn't get a job without his son as the quarterback. Yeah, I don't like no, that. No, no, no. Dion I don't still like that get that. You said, why did Dion get into coaching? To take I'm, care of his son, you're saying? I'm just saying it seemed like he – when but did again, he start coaching? We, but, when his son like, started becoming Jeff a Saturday was good, yeah. we would see the version of Jeff Saturday – Josh McCown would be the coach of the Texans wow. if, if Jeff well, Saturday was good. If the Texans had I mean, their way, then Josh I, yeah. McCown would have been the but coach I'm of the saying, Texans. But I'm saying, why are we not seeing more of Dion? I think because programs aren't built if it fails. And I think Dion can handle it if he failed at Jackson State. I think if you bring in another guy and that explodes, it's doomsday for that Let's program. Let's be real. Ken, stay out of this conversation. And I'm, I'm saying this for your benefit. Let's say FAU did not hire Tom Herman, okay, yeah. who's qualified. And I threw out there, FAU should hire Michael Irvin. Or what I once did, if, I, if you remember, I came on our air and I said, FAU should hire Tim Tebow as a head coach and yeah. call it a day. Yeah, you did say that. Why not? What does FAU have to lose by doing something like that? Man, yeah, I'm seeing your face, and Theo's I, smiling because Theo <laughs> knows he's covering these games, a, yeah. and he would be at the games, and he'd be with a camera focusing on Michael Irvin or Tim Tebow, and then having one-on-one -on -one interviews afterwards. Every week. That's not more exciting. Yeah, Every week, and I think yeah. if you rewind yeah. the clock to when we did bring on uh, the ex-AD of FAU, he said you guys had All a right, chance at Mike Leach, Brian. No, it's not. Brian that's White's the, the active one. AD. <laughs> you had him on last week. We, we had him on last it week. It starts with an S. No, I know his name. I know that. And, Ken and I went in and, and we talked about it. We talked about how close the Owls no, were. No, you don't know his name. Stop deflecting. You don't know your own guest name from last week. <laughs> don't snap. Uh, this is not a, this is not a <laughs> band, a jazz dance. I don't know his name, but he talked <laughs> about how hey, close he was talking, in the keys to snagging Mike Leach. So Mike I know, Leach is the guy you bring down Craig, here. I know Craig <laughs> Angelos. Craig Angelos. But what I, I, I shot him a text My message. counter to that, why don't we see more Dion's though? Because not everybody has the confidence of a Dion. Legacy matters with a lot of these but guys. But Ken, I brought up Michael Irvin and Tebow. Right. 
They've got to want a coach. Tim They've got to want a coach. Michael Irvin doesn't want a coach. If, if Tim coach. Tebow got offered this job, you're telling me he wouldn't take it? I don't know because he has to have – Does he have it coaching seems like, aspirations? It seems like he takes any job he can get, so maybe oh, – stop so. it. Stop it, you hater. I'm not hating. Too much time around McLovin. He plays some baseball. He's the, an analyst. He's got to have a, coaching aspirations. A program is not built to last if it fails. If it blows up in their face, Dion right. would absorb the blow and it wouldn't backfire on a school like Jackson State. So I don't think you would bring it to Michael Irvin because he can't handle that heat. I would argue this is a low-risk job at Colorado, too, what Dion took. And the one behind us is not? Yeah, I... Sure. You can't comment on that? Sure. I was, I was saying to you too. Yeah, okay. No. It's us too. Us too. I would say it's, it's it's not as high risk as Colorado. Yeah, and when Ken offered Deion Sanders to get hired at Florida Atlantic, me and, and Theo both eye-rolled it like there's no way. But the more you think about it, the closer he got to USF, it was like, you know what? There's no job too big or too small for this guy. He's going to make his own job. Well, Ken would have loved job. to hire FAU no matter what. Would oh, you guys would have, yeah. would you have liked to hire, again, pretend Herman wasn't there. Taggart moves on. And it's an opening. They announced Deion Sanders as head yes. coach. Heck, heck, I'm, yes. Okay. He, I'm it, selfish, though, because my job would be covering FAU and covering Deion Sanders. Giving, the, be giving him ability. Giving him but the would ability, he sell more tickets? Yes, of yes. course. Giving him the ability to corner the market as far as recruiting goes and grab kids from Florida and Georgia and Texas. Yeah, that's for that reason I would love him at FAU. But, okay, so but what really what we're having the conversation. So this has gone. I understand the religious aspect, which is certainly an angle off of this. But what it's gone to is basically what you guys are saying. And I'm leaving Ken out of this specifically because I don't want to get Ken in trouble on the FAU relationship. Yeah. What, what you're saying is too. if you're a program that's not Alabama, that's not Clemson, that's not Ohio State, that's not Michigan, hire for marketing and sales, don't hire for football. That's what you're actually saying. No, but and you it, need to win, though, too, because FAU had, FAU had a winning? whole— How do you define winning? How do you define but winning? But FAU basketball had a whole former NBA coach of the year as their head basketball coach and won about but, seven but games combined a, in three years. But it wasn't years. a personality. Was Matt brand, Doherty, yeah. when, you weren't here for this. I was with Matt Doherty when he was, I was a play-by-play guy. Matt had an unbelievable personality, former coach at UNC and at Notre Dame, came here, and it was like it is now the, it, it, without the winning, and everybody was into it, right? Tebow or Dion or Michael Irvin behind us, this place would sell out every week. It would sell and, out, but those guys have to want to coach still, and I don't. And think what happens that, if they I lose? Don't think that they. What happens if they're going through two and ten seasons and fall flat on their face? We then they're a laughing stock. We should have thrown Shannon Sharp into the mix. I think there's somebody there too. But we talk about Nobody's what is winning. Up for Shannon Sharp. We who, people will show up for Shannon Sharp. Who? He's a huge brand now. And we're talking about another HBCU huge? legend. Yeah. Another HBCU legend. But Shannon, Shannon, Shannon Sharp at is FAU. A huge, nobody would care. He's a big brand in nationally. Yeah, but that doesn't mean you'd be big brand local. We talked about what is winning. If Colorado goes six and eight, so. if Colorado goes six and eight and gets into a bowl game, Colorado fans are going to be very happy. That would be impressive if they win six would and you, eight. So they, they play 14 games <laughs> in the regular season. That would be crazy. Oh, they win a conference Pac-12 championship. Yeah, come on. Anna? Okay, got it. At six and eight, they won a Pac-12 championship. <laughs> are you praising six and somebody seven. for going six and eight? Or would you Would you say you did a good job? I'd going say six that's eight? a bad job if you're Deion okay. Sanders. I would praise the hell out of somebody for going word about six Brady and seven. Oh, my oh, gosh. Six and eight. See ya. <laughs> what a walk-off. Oh I've been telling everybody. Walked into the Brady trap. He that, said it for you. Uh, Would you want your kid playing for Dion? Would you want your kid playing for Dion? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And on Twitter, at KLV1063. We are at theroofclaim.com. Boca Raton Bowl right outside of gate two. 7.30 kickoff. Liberty and Toledo will continue to take your calls your social media when we come back would you want your kid playing for Dion he's Theodore CWP TV News Channel 5 WFLX Fox 29 Stone the Bandwitz Friday Night Lights I'm Ken Levicka we're live at theroofclaim.com Boca Raton Bowl on ESPN 106.3